Prime Minister-elect Christopher Luxon has chances of attending APEC look slim to none as coalition talks stretch into this week. Instead, it will be someone from the caretaker government representing the country in San Francisco. Meanwhile, advance voting has opened today in the Port Waikato by-election due to the death of ACT Party candidate Neil Christensen. For more on this, we have RNZ Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch on the line. Kia ora, Craig how big of a blow is it for Christopher Luxon being very unlikely to make it to APEC? It is a, a big blow. I mean, never say never, but at the moment it is looking increasingly unlikely that he is going to get over there. Those were the exact words that he said this morning, acknowledging, I think, what we've known from the outset. It was always going to be an, an incredibly tight time frame. Obviously, this isn't a desirable outcome for anyone involved. Christopher Luxon obviously wants to be there. It's an important trip. It's important for New Zealand. But it's also important for him personally in terms of just rubbing shoulders with some of the world's power players. Now, Labour at the moment is working on an alternative arrangement. It is a bit of a logistical nightmare, given they are facing the same uncertainty that the rest of us are of of the timeframes and, and, and when a deal might eventuate. Now, the question at the moment is whether or not Chris Hipkins goes as caretaker Prime Minister or whether perhaps Damien O'Connor goes as Trade Minister, whether he can take care of the business. For Mr Hipkins, it would be quite embarrassing for him to have to schlep across the globe kind of in this sort of half-in, half-out capacity, having just been trounced in the election. And and you can't imagine that many world leaders would be that interested in, in meeting with him. But for an APEC Leaders Forum, there will be an expectation here that New Zealand sends its best. So it may be that Mr Hipkins just has to suck it up, that he has to jump on a plane and head over there. And meanwhile, Chris Luxon will be here in Wellington. Just how are those coalition talks going? Yeah, judging on Mr Luxon's comments, there are still some significant roadblocks there. Some, I think he's called them issues that need to be worked through. Those talks still going on. At the moment, Christopher Luxon and David Seymour are up in Auckland. We are expecting Winston Peters to come back into the capital today. But there are... Quite a few logistical hurdles um, still to pass. First of all, National needs to reach individual agreements with both uh, both ACT and New Zealand First. Then both sides need to approve the others' deal. We know that ACT and New Zealand First are talking one-on-one as well, so there's that, that extra dynamic in there as well. Once that is all sorted, the deals have to go back to the various caucuses, to the various boards, and, and they need to be signed off. Basically, that, that, that could be a pro forma rubber stamping in some respects, but it, it could also throw up some other potential problems. So this is not a simple process. All three players, uh, they may have... They, they, they may have varying levels of support, but they all have similar degrees of leverage, and they all do want to reach a deal as quickly as possible. For now, we just have to wait. And Port Waikato advance voting opening today as well. Is there any risk of voting fatigue so quickly after a general election? Certainly. Um, November 25th is the by-election date. Early voting begins today. There are seven voting places open. But yes, judging on what we are hearing from locals, from people on the ground, there is not a whole lot of interest or even awareness in what is going on here. Part of that is, as you say, election fatigue. We've obviously just had an election. Um, but part of it is also, this is a deep blue seat. Labour, the Greens Act, none of them are even running candidates in this race. The seat has been with National since it formed back in 1996. The most likely outcome here is just that Andrew Bailey, the incumbent, is easily re-elected, which is probably going some way to explain, too, that, that lack of interest. There is an outside chance uh, of, an, of an upset, perhaps New Zealand First's candidate, Casey Costello, given the odd dynamics at play. She, she has a stronger chance than she would normally in a, in a typical contest, but still, uh, Andrew Bailey is the front-runner here. And just quickly, in some other news, we've had an update from MFAT regarding the New Zealanders who have been trapped in Gaza. 
Yes, 11 New Zealanders. Um, they have managed to get out of Gaza, crossing into Egypt overnight. They've been met by MFAT's team there. So last week, the ministry said that there were about 20 New Zealanders who were trying to leave Gaza. Um, so 11 out, and it says it is still working non-stop to get those remaining out too. Namahi, that's RNZ Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch there.